my name is Grace and this is the Quarter Life Crisis Podcast where for those in their 20s and 30s get to chill out and cheer up by realising that everything is okay the way it is. For my first podcast I'm going to be reading a chapter from my book Chill Out and Cheer Up, A 10-Step Guide. The first chapter I will read is Pressure. What is pressure? The pressure is everywhere, like a thief in the night, sparking fright. It takes away every last slice of delight. The pressure pushes us to perceive ourselves as failures before even trying, tells us to question if we are doing what everybody expects us to do. Social norms knock at our needs and tell us we must stick to the societal layout of life or we end up on the streets. Pressured through a plethora of precarious platforms, pushy people surrounding us every damn day. The pressure is hard to escape. It can push and pull us into shape. Let's let it show us the light and love, instead of going with the push and shove. Pressure comes in many shapes and sizes, permitting it to fracture us in ways that we assume are out of our control when submitting to its strength. The power of pressure affects our emotions, no matter how it takes hold of us. Oh, pressure, how you influence our decisions, perplex prospects, and distort or drive our dreams. Dear pressure, please become a friend, not a foe, and let me seek out all I know. Pressure affects us all. I feel it. Due to our wired world these days, the pressure is a part of daily life. We are taught to live with pressure from an early age, yet not to deal with it very well. Society thrives off pressuring people to consume, corrupting our judgment on what is and how to overcome it, rather than to succumb to it. Societal pressures convince us that following trends and embracing our ego is fine, when it does not serve our purpose to flourish and blossom and our progress following our rhythm. We are persuaded through pressure to stick to specific criteria laid out for us from our youth, all to feel fulfilled, settled and worthy. Pressure ropes us in to be part of a rat race, making life into a competition. Pressure, initiated by friends, fantasises on the motive of fitting in otherwise known as peer pressure. Strangers signal pressure, asserting us to feel the need to prove ourselves as an object rather than an entity. Loved ones pressure us to lead a life they, that should serve us to the best of our ability and beyond, interrogating our capability to continue. At other times, our nearest and dearest pressure us to pursue a path that is predominantly attached to ambitions unaccomplished by themselves. Pressure, in any size or shape, is there, profound and can be found in every corner, either love or hate being the catalyst, causing confusion or motivation to take over. How many times have I said pressure now? Ha, <laughs> okay. Let's see how we can stop it getting to us. Don't let the pressure get to you. Every branch of pressure is a battle to stay in control, each pressure presents itself as a series of torn-up emotions, 
trying to torment with your balance in life. Pressure causes imbalance. However, there is always a wish to resist being pressured into new decisions, be it big or small. It is deep inside us all. I try to reach in for it when the pressure gets too much to deal with. It is your intuition or your gut feeling, however you want to identify it. Listen to it. Find it and feel it. Eventually, if you surrender to the world's pressures, it will hoax your harmony into acting on whims with the outer world in mind, disregarding your inner world. As soon as the force takes hold of you, it automatically leads to distress and distorts every hint of happiness through self-doubt. A heavy load of pressure is utterly hard to be relieved of if we allow ourselves to be consumed by all the feelings attached to it. Misidentify yourself with the forces. May the force not be with you. Ha ha. <laughs> and you might just lose yourself. Nobody knows what's best for you other than yourself. Yet this is what we stumble on. The struggle is real. So, here's your first reminder. It is okay. It is okay to feel like you are unsure of where you are going. It is okay to not know what you are doing. It is okay to feel the force of pressure placed on your shoulders, weighing you down, where outside resources seem the only feasible way out of the infinite insecurities of life. It is okay to not be okay. Nobody is capable of being okay all the time, fluttering their wings like a fairy. We have all been there. It is only human to not feel okay. What is not okay is to give in to the pressure and identify with its cunning ability to fade your true essence out. It is not okay to compromise and lose control of your life due to all the pressures that push you further away from what you believe in or aim to achieve. It is not okay to let stress take you away from the bigger picture and focus on its confinement of suffocating feelings that compel unworthiness to linger and live within. It is not okay to let the pressure be a big part of your life, losing control of your own life all the while. Life is not given to us with a distinct destination, instead a path to find your route. So, next time pressure pokes at your delicate state of confusion, cure the menace with optimism and openness to the unknown because that is a beautiful thing about life. Okay, so the pressure is planted in our biological clock, meaning we must complete our aspirations and passions within a certain amount of time because our days are numbered. I don't mean to scare you. Life is limited. Time is of the essence. However, nobody knows what tomorrow will bring, so sometimes planning with pressure in mind can take you away from the now and fling you into the realms of the impending. You never know, but pressure can urge us to be in control. Sorry to say, but you are not in control. Nobody is. As much as we would like to control specific outcomes or prospects, control cannot be guaranteed in life. That is a given. There is a point in your life after giving in to society's demands and people's pressures 
where you may doubt your decisions and question what you have genuinely done for your pleasure. We must realise joy prompts us to advance in a more fulfilling life because it involves simply sticking to what you want to do. Pleasure signifies serving yourself and being the best you. Delight in this context is following your heart. Remove pressure to prosper in finding out what makes you tick and tackle life at your best capacity, full of courage and charisma. Pleasure is exclusive in the way each person experiences it in their own peculiar and precious ways. I'm talking about organic happiness, not based upon any conditions promised to meet all your needs, yet pleasure that comes naturally, untouched by superficial boundaries based on false promises. Unfortunately, it is not as easy as ABC because society has had a one, two and three all over our freedom of choice. You got it? Good. Weirdly enough, we are made to feel worthless when we don't go with the flow that is outlined for us. While ending a career or becoming an influencer seems to have slithered its way through to be the, one of the most immense pressures we act. Right now, we are suffering from the stress of power. The power is currently driven in a marketing manic world, haunting us in our homes, a place where we should feel at ease, and sneaking up on us on the street, a place where we should feel safe, or at least expect to. Marketing makes us feel like shit, there is no doubt about it. The marketing hype of advertisements has always been out there to bring us down, so we become dependent on consumerist resources to feel complete. Advertising sells us an illusion so that we see things like a gate to happiness, hoping we have a chance of opening it up and entering into this man-made madness, an answer to all our prayers. It compels us to cling on to things that are fake and only brings short-term fulfilment. This power is surging across our web pages, television screens, bus stops. It has taken over like a tsunami and won't leave us alone. Everywhere we go, the pressure is following us in the form of marketing. It is an absolute materialistic driven demeanour, determined to deliver us into a reliance on the outer world for happiness. We are now bringing children into a world that will make them feel bad for going outside the social norm, wanting more than ever before. Take a minute to realise, when looking at these ads and fads, you are worth much more than they are. You are worthy. Try not to obey or be dismissed by what the capitalist society is pushing you towards. A pressure involving money and more money in a relentless rally of destroying the world simultaneously. Think about it before you buy it. Look at it properly before you click and purchase. Take time to know what you want before you comply with consuming and tune into your power that does not include a shower of signals for you to devour in disengagement. Eventually, marketing will destroy you and you will become blind to what matters. You matter, we all matter, so we must steer away from the pressure to latch onto products and become aware that we need to be responsible for our actions. The pressure got to me, as it does with everyone at some point. As a young person after graduating university, I feel the effect of pressure pile itself on me like a load of washing thrown to the corner of your room for weeks. The smell turns into a stench. 
a stench of stress induced by endless questions and concerns that cause you to feel bewildered and baffled by life. We go through the whole hoax of the education system with a predetermined promise of a brighter future when at the end you are left in the dark questioning, now what? Well, at least I did. Then we question why there is a peak in so many young people suffering from mental health issues. Wake up and smell the coffee. The coffee is that is given to us to always be on the ball and battle for the best opportunities on the ladder to success. But where can this ladder lead to? And does the top even exist? No. We strive to succeed because failure is forbidden and frowned upon, especially if you do not have a profession or passion in mind. We get lost in the puzzling path of further education because the system says if we are well educated, then we will prosper in life. In reality, we are left with a loan that will probably never be paid off and a state of stress that will probably send us to a therapist. Okay, so education is wonderful. We should never dismiss it or take it for granted. However, how we may depend upon it for fulfilment is far from reality. We are currently suffering some of the greatest threats on earth, climate change and COVID. If you choose to believe it or not, either way, our world is going kaput. Hurricanes, floods, plastic pollution, the lot is a heavy burden to us all. However, some people are still prioritizing other shitty pressures. Through time and experience, our thoughts and passions permanently are a product of love, loss and living. At the end of it, we have no clue what we want to do. We are therefore made to feel like a failure before we have even done anything except being part of the education system. Such societal influence pressures participate in the making of mental health issues because we are pushing aside our health, well-being and dreams. There is an excellent effort in removing mental health as a stigma in society, and rightly so, but sometimes feeling alone is spurred on by society's pressure that pushes our emotions aside, treating us like robots trapped in a system that decides for us to follow the masses. It does not engage with our inner light, yet rather dismisses our right of speech and deters us from what is real. It engages with our egoism and relies on our hope to put a mortgage down. This kind of pressure prolongs distorted emotions and casts our, aside our courage that should be about discovering who we are and how we can cope, rather than how to carry on regardless of how we ultimately feel. As suicidal rates continue to rise significantly, we should be concentrating on society's powerful force and how to deal with these mixed-up emotions that are causing grief by putting us on guard. Whilst people are being buried under pressure, bizarrely, the public doesn't realise the missing piece. The missing part of the puzzle starts with you and ends with you. We should wake up and rise above the conditions that society has set out for us, supporting each other and removing them, and participating in kindness. It is time to make a change. Try things out and be thankful for every experience, opportunity and moment. Even if you aren't where you want to be, there is nowhere you should be. Every little thing lets you grow in one way or another. It is up to you to honour yourself and not allow others to determine your destiny for you. 
Remind yourself this when pressure pounds on your present moment. Everything takes time, so stop being so hard on yourself. Grow where you've got to grow, go when you've got to go. Self-acceptance is a process. A process is prioritising change, allowing growth and surrendering, surrendering yourself to go slow. Permit yourself to ponder on what you prioritise. Give yourself permission to let go of the pressures battling you left, right and centre. Use the lesson of pressure to effectively push you in the right direction of seeking out self-love and self-acceptance rather than pulling you in to feel feeble and frightened about your own choices in life. What are you going to do now? Where are you going? Just two of the incessant questions that stay by your side, like a young child asking their parent for that toy ever since seeing the advert for it. So, what did I do? I escaped to Spain. It seemed the perfect option for me, back to a chilled life in Seville, but I still, still felt the pressure from all my friends' different decisions detaining my delights in life to go with the flow. It was okay because it made me realise how we all had contrasting career goals. Instead, I allowed it to show me that I am where I want to be. There is nowhere you shouldn't be. Remember that. Going through university never jerked me to think realistically of where I want to be in five years. I mean, who knows? It hit me all of a sudden. This whole five-year plan is always pushed upon us and it may be good for some, but not for others. Don't make yourself feel bad for not having one. The waves of adulthood like real-life tax, rent, adult strains came crashing down on me. Shit, I didn't want to grow up. All along, we want to be an adult and can't wait to get that job and be fully independent. But sometimes it isn't what it's hyped up to be at the beginning. Nobody helps you unless you are fortunate to be blessed with beautiful parents like I am. But still, you're left in the lurch on how to pay taxes and important stuff like that. So taking myself out of the pressure-ridden world in the UK and running to Spain at least showed me I want to do what is right for me and go with my heart and not what society shoves me to think is right for me. From a young age, we are expected to know what position we want to be within society. Do we ever know? Um, no. <laughs> we are all just trying to be something instead of nothing. We are taught to have an idea about what we want to do from our early years, prodded at constantly to be positioned as a person in society. What do you want to be when you grow up? One of the most common questions, if not the most commonly asked as a child. Well, guess what? The answer is ever-changing, unpredictable, shifting, as one grows up and gets to know themselves better. Don't attach yourself to labelling yourself. It may be uncertain and fluctuating until your senior days, because we are learning more and more about ourselves daily, if open and ready to develop with one's desires and divinity. For example, I had no idea I wanted to write this book until my best friend suddenly passed away three years ago, and I thought, I need to write a book primarily aimed at the quarter-life crew so they know that they are not alone through and through. Ever since, I can't stop writing and would love to keep going. Back to the point, we are all suffering in some way or other from worldly pressures. It's okay, accept and move on, don't hold on and be in agony. One of the first questions, if not the first, is what do you do when meeting someone? What do you do for a living, maybe a better phrase, 
because I honestly came to detest being asked this question, as if your whole characterisation depends on it. Who cares if you're a teacher, you're a lawyer or a cleaner? What matters the most is you, as you are. No conditioning, just you. Your passion, your smile, your laughter, your look. You may be thinking, well, some people are best for working their passion, and there are only a handful of humans who are lucky to do so. That is not the case. Now more than ever, we have opened ourselves up to a nomadic style of life, through the means of the internet. Use it to grasp your potential and gain essential insight into your likes and dislikes. The positions are infinite on the internet, and new job positions are being created every day. Not to say you have to follow your passion for a living, but give something a go. See, there is a positive in the World Wide Web. You just have to find it. Google it. The expectancy embedded within this question of what do you do causes us to feel frail and crack at the pressure because society has shoved us into a queue of confusion. Don't let it stress you. Let it light your spirit. See how you answer, listen to what you say, and be truthful with yourself. It is no mystery that you cannot see with no tint a lot of the time. We are in a time of labelling. Label this, tag that. Who cares? Do not limit yourself to your job title. Instead, be open to take the process of pursuing your passion. Everything takes time. We are all put into a system where our passionateness modifies with time, travelling, teaching. Why should we in be desperate haste to succeed straight away? If you don't keep up with companions or colleagues, that is only because you are comparing yourself. Let them go with their rhythm of music and manage your mix in an open and honourable style. Respect your timing and allow yourself time to grow, bloom and flourish along the way. Take precautions, take care of your thoughts, consider yourself. Take chances. Endeavour in what you want, because it does not mean a thing if you are not progressing at the rate of your pals or people of your age. Everyone is different. Personal progress is something sometimes not seen by others. It is individualised. Dedicate time and effort to what makes you thrive and feel alive, rather than what others fool you into feeling momentarily doped upon. Focus your will on what is within, and you will shine from without. Your purpose will elevate you to achieve what you have set out in your mind to reach. Write it down. Consider time to be on your side. Use it mindfully. Let time stimulate you by what you aim to achieve. Pressure can be good. Pressure can be off-putting, but sometimes it can also be considered as a positive. Like everything in life, it's good to maintain balance. With the bad also comes good. A spoonful of pressure may provide us with determination and drive at times. Pressure can be a condition that urges us to become more present in our process of work and life. For example, pressure can make people work well under a time limit. At university, I felt like the closer the deadline, the better I'd work, because I thought the force compelling me to complete the task at hand. However, the load would take its toll, and stress would seep its way through the burden that brought self-doubt rise to the top. The realisation of having to complete tasks under a limited time frame may not be the most effective way for some people, as the tension mounts up and makes you feel worn out. For others, it might have a powerful effect on that concentration. Either way, 
pressure can be critical in the equation of motivation now and then. It can be portrayed as a perk in progress. We will always feel life pressures, but they can be utilised in a way to assert yourself better. The pressure is an incentive to prove yourself. The pressure pushes us to make moves and pursue plans. It is a healthy gratuity when wanting to prove yourself, but it can become dangerous if served as a reason to prove yourself worthy to others. Employing pressure to disrupt balance and focus on someone else's priorities means you will never be able to win the battle against pressure. For example, suppose pressure lets you lean on another person's precedence. What you find important in life will become obscured, letting the load mislead your direction, ultimately making them the priority and not you. It's great to have people to look up to, follow in their footsteps, but make your mark. If you are easily misguided when making decisions based on others provoking you, then notice that it is not for your will, but for theirs. Say no. We don't say it enough and are always inclined to serve others, but what about serving yourself? Aim to say no more often. Some people might want what is best for you, but personal pressures can only guide you if harmony is in mind. We must treat pressure with priority when it concerns defining what is important to us and what pressures can assist you in life. Thus, allow pressure to guide you in place of guilt-tripping you into a life that does not follow your heart. So it can be seen that pressure presents itself to carry on and compete complete stages in life that otherwise might not be reached if pressure didn't push you forward. There is, however, a risk that it can bring you back because stress can be hard to deal with. Procrastinating can seem so much easier to do, especially when you don't know what to do. Escaping from pressure involves hiding away from reality, as the physical force can weigh you down into deep darkness of desperation and depression. Giving in to pressure like this will take control of your life so that it does not seem worth living for anymore. In this case, we put pressure at the back of our mind to escape it. At times uninvited, the force will find its way and burst out unexpectedly, leaving us loaded with a miserable concoction of feelings, congesting our clear view to move on. It may make us feel lost and incomplete, due to its ability to wrap itself around us and control the tide of emotions, washing you with stress and anxiety. This is where we must identify the root of the pressure and what exactly is supporting it to stay as a substance in life. Number one, what is sustaining your pressure? Number two, who is spurring it on? Number three, why is it noticeable? Number four, where did the pressure come from? Number five, when did it make me feel like this? Ask yourself the five W's. Notice the problem it is causing so that the root may be removed before it becomes harder to extract and intertwine with the roots of your regrets. Like any other problem in life, once you are aware of it, you have the responsibility to remove it. You have a choice to be who you want to be. Therefore, you have a choice to acknowledge pressure and get rid 
As every other sensibility, we are gifted to glance at it and let go. As long as we are aware of where it originated, then can we participate in defeating it to feel free. If we combat the pressures of the world by accepting that we can't escape them, then the pressure will not take centre stage in your life any longer. Instead, your vitality and well-being will be at the forefront with the prime focus set on your own needs. Subsequently, pressures will be seen as a mere product of our society, irrelevant for you to take seriously. Cure pressure. Cure pressure for patients. At the minute, pressure predominantly arises through social media. Platforms pull us in and some sort of pressure is guaranteed every time we check our feed, evoking emotions that eat us up. Social media forces us to feel like we need to live up to some sort of standard and expectation, mostly set by the people who are in the limelight with lots of followers. However, these emotions evoke a need to live up to an imaginary regulation, solely initiated by a messed up mindset conceived from the forces. Don't let yourself be taken down by the pressure, pulling you at every string of self-love. We should grasp onto them to gain clarity. Don't let your mind drift with the unforeseen and be taken away by daydreams instigated by Instagram photos, portraying scenes that are purposefully posted to make you feel down, compare yourself, torment your decisions. Don't let it. Take hold of it. For example... Every time you enter the bubble of Instagram and some people's photos compel you to compare and despair, so you sit there yearning for a holiday. I mean, how else are you supposed to feel other than envy? (laughs) This pressure preoccupies your mind, making you feel like you should go away and escape everything, questioning, why is this my life and not what is sprayed all over social media? How do you know that person is pleased? A picture says a lot but it also says nothing. It could all be lies, and the person behind the screen is seeking out acceptance through likes and comments. This pressure proclaims discomfort and rage from the fact that you are not living the lavish life you deserve. FOMO sets in motion. It's simply not fair. The spiral of sad emotions starts to stir throughout your mind and body, causing stress and sadness, lowering self-esteem, and grating at your confidence. Combat this feeling and cut down the time you spend on social media. Cut out the people you follow that don't make you feel good and start following others that inspire ambition and show you motivation. Consider yourself and your life, remembering everything takes time. Inhale and exhale. Be patient with yourself. Do things that will bring you back to real time and the real you. Take a bath. Take a walk. Take a break from all the bullshit we are constantly bombarded with. Nobody is perfect. Cure pressure with acceptance. The pressure is like a battle, only conquered when you learn to accept defeat or victory. Stop and stay still. Recognise that everything is okay. I learnt to cure my post-uni pressure by getting where I am at. Once I realised that everyone does their own thing and I am doing mine, I started to change my mindset and I learnt from where I was in that present moment. 
whom I was getting to know, learning from them and learning from every day by taking one step at a time. At the time, I was teaching English, knowing that it wasn't what I wanted to pursue long term, so I questioned myself, pressured myself, to start and make the best out of it. Not to mention, I couldn't help compare myself to all my other friends that were thriving in their way. Coming to terms with the fact that I can make the best out of what I have got makes me more driven to excel in this opportunity and make an, an experience I learnt in more ways than one. Learning to use pressure to prosper brings true potential into focus. There is always a possibility to switch your mindset and make the most of every situation you find yourself in. Anyone can do it. If I did, so can you. Sometimes it seems people don't have to try so much because the best job has been given to them. A great spouse has been found for them. A great life has been handed to them on a plate. It is simply not that case. Yet, we are easily marvelled by others and want what they have. Stop. Accept. Appreciate. Don't let other people's lives pressure you into a pit of self-pity. Try to be happy for them and accept to learn from the life that you have been blessed with instead of squandering over the life that is not yours. Feeling worse about other people's lives is not worth your time nor breath. A lot of people participate in this act, including me, and it baffles me, mainly because most of the time the dream life displayed on Instagram is absolute bullshit. I find it all fake. The sort of pressure is misinterpreted in mind, so it feels like envy, jealousy, etc. It is a dangerous path of force to not be followed or supposed for lengthy times. Consider yourself, your life. Find things to feel grateful for, not involving money or madness. Such sins will make us feel bad for being alive and challenge our right to be worthy in the world. You are worthy. When you are aware of this, be happy for others' lives and let it be. Acceptance is key. Patience is free. When pressure creeps up and makes you feel a hint of such cynical feelings, fight it off with confidence, charisma and care. Care for who you want to be and don't care about what others want you to be. If you fall into this trap, you will never feel good enough. Remember, good enough does not exist. The pressure is like a thief in the night. You cannot expect it, but you can beat it. Beat it up. Let's not get violent, but you get the hint. <laughs> it comes in disguise, uttered in ways we cannot predict or foresee. Occasionally, it appears through people we think the world of, so we must be wary and watch our ways and days. Pressure comes in many shapes and sizes. It never ceases to leave us alone, unless we own our throne. Win pressure over and own it. Pressure takes on many forms. Pressure from the outer world will eat you up and spit you out. Peer pressure will provoke your dark side to dismiss your purpose and make you question why, doubting choices as well as your position in life. Pressure from strangers will disregard your destiny and lead you astray to disengage you from your interests. 
Pressure from loved ones lets us believe that we must be doing the right thing, although sometimes it is driven by the hope to succeed in their eyes. In general, the pressure that we feel in any shape or form lingers and does not leave unless we treat it with a concoction of care, a serving of self-love, sprinkle of courage, handful of optimism. We all face a myriad of life pressures and it is possible to deal with them in a way to feel okay. Learn to live with a humble heart. Be grateful for what you have got so that pressure cannot corrupt your positive perspective. A hint of pessimism will only let the pressure progress and prolong the incompetent feeling to find a home in your heart. Healthy pressure from yourself, however, may help you to succeed, if harnessed delicately. Feeling the crunch can provoke you to practice self-development and self-acceptance because you are becoming aware that pressure can compel you to press forward. I mean, it is impossible to go back to the past, so always remember it is onwards and upwards from here. Play moving on up here. <laughs> Unhealthy pressure causes you to condone your true self by always focusing on the future, forgetting about now. Stress can trigger pessimism in your character and flow of life. As long as you are aware of what type of pressure is being planted within you or thrown at you, then you can use it to your own accord and find ways in which you can deal with it and overcome it. The pressure is omnipresent and forever existent, meaning we can't escape it, but we can embrace it in a way that will spur us on to be the person we want to be. Let it leave and let yourself love. Exchange pressure for pleasure. Trade pressure for patience. Practice patience so the pressure will shatter into shards of success and stability. Allow yourself time to deal with the pressures and be patient with yourself. Accept where you are at and stop comparing. Swap society's pressures for individual needs that will enhance your life in ways that will serve you and not sink you into a pit of penitence. One thing we must remember is, it is okay to feel pressured. Don't panic from pressure, embrace it with acceptance. Don't panic from pressure, take it as a lesson in self-development. Don't panic from pressure, see it as a start to setting goals and getting on with life. Don't panic from pressure. Catch it before it latches onto you with unbearable feelings. Don't panic from pressure. Use it as a force for imagination. Push pressure away. Don't let it be in the way. Practice patience. Practice love. Let go. Look forward. Thank you for tuning in and listening to episode one of the Chill Out and Cheer Up podcast. Chill Out and Cheer Up, a 10-step guide is now available on Amazon as a paperback or an ebook. You can buy your copy today via the link in my bio and my Instagram at Gracie Grossman. I wish you all the best. Keep well, keep in spirit, and don't be down. There's no need to frown. Everything will be okay. Thank you for joining me on my first episode of the Quarter Life podcast. God bless you.